Life is full of personal wins. Whether it's cleaning your house, getting that dream car, or checking off your to-do list, winning at life is a great feeling. And with the State Farm Personal Price Plan, you can keep winning when you create an affordable price just for you by bundling home and auto. So give yourself a round of applause. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with a personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. Welcome to the Nerdist Podcast number 719. Ooh, 719. The number before 720, one of my all-time favorite video games. The, I don't know that game. It's a skateboard one. The 721? Yeah, 720. Uh, well, it's more than 360, Chris. That's you're, two you're 360. Flip it, yeah, yeah. And then you can do it again. They had the, uh, you know, the just the joystick that, you know, that would go all the way around. It's pretty sexy the way you're like whipping your hand uh, around like that. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, uh, this episode is a hostful episode. Mm. Mm. So it's so this is just intro. kind of a hostful intro, just to right before it's, it's just us before us again. Yeah, that oh. seems repetitive. Yeah. That's, no, it should feel seamless. Like it's just flowing into the episode. No, no. Seamless is not the sponsor today. <laughs> it stars Blunt Talk. I'm sorry, you're right, Matt. I'm sorry. I was. Yeah. No, you were right. I was. I was way off. I There'll was be way a star. I care with that seamless riff. <laughs> Katie, what do you got on the Nerdist Community Corkboard? Yeah. So, uh, Best Friends Animal Society is doing a big fundraiser called Stripe. Animals. Might as well call it the Dork Board. Whatever you were going to say, I was going to say that too. <laughs> You're going to feel real bad when she tells you about this really awesome thing that Best Friends is doing for animals, Matt. For homeless animals. Okay, give them homes. That's it. People should give them homes. Uh, they're doing a big event called Strut Your Mutt, which is a dog walk, 5K run, and dog-themed festival benefiting animal welfare groups and Best Friends Animal Society as they work to save the lives of pets and shelters. It's on October 10th at Exposition Park. And we made a team Nerdist for it. Oh, yeah. really? Is Scout so, going to be there? Scout will be there. That's awesome. Yes. Go meet Scout. So, uh, and, and so will other people that work at Nerdist with Dogs. And then we're also... Nerdist with Dogs. <laughs> Nerdist it's like Nerdist, with but, with but with dogs. <laughs> Nerd dogs. Also, we made it open to fans to join the Nerdist team at the event. But if you can't come to it, you can always sponsor us online by making a donation to our fundraising goal. You can go to... N-E-R-D-I dot S-T slash mutt. And that's Nerdist with a dot in between the I and the S. So again, N-E-R-D-I dot S-T slash mutt to find out how you can join the team or to donate. Good for you. Now, the beginning of an explosive Nerdist podcast. Katie, start the thing. Here comes the energy. Turn the volume down. You're going to get your ears blown out. (laughs) Now entering... Nerdist.com Welcome to a very special 
postful edition of the Nerdist Podcast from our studios in Hollywood, California. I'm joined by Jonah Ray. Hello. And Matthew Mira. Close enough, Chris. Thank you. Um, gentlemen, let's talk about the trade agreement. That's funny. You use that word, uh, which I find very funny, is agreement. And that's exactly what this thing isn't. It's hardly agreement at all. It's kind of at a standstill. Well, I think it's really just about the lack of an agreement. Sure, sure. That's something we can all agree on is that there's no agreement at all. But trade... You know, I'm actually not sure I agree with that 100%. See, and here we are again. We can't even start the conversation without first admitting that there is not any agreement. Well, Matt, how do you define a conversation? Well, according to the Galactic Senate's recent ruling of the trade agreement, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. that is a boring movie. <laughs> we can all agree on that. Yeah, thank you. Which, which movie are we talking about? Uh, uh, there was a menace, and it was a uh, phantom. Uh, oh, yes, yes, my favorite documentary the on, movie, the phantom. on space politics. <laughs> That's what the movie was called Star Politics, right? Star Politics, yeah, yeah. Star, Star Embargo, Star Star Embargo, <laughs> Star Senate Floor Wars, yeah. Star Floors, Star Floors, nothing but stars. Star Floors seems like something you would have put in your house. I'm sorry, you're talking a little loud. I apologize. You're peeking on the meter. I'm peeking up on it. It seems as if maybe we should probably talk normally. You're listening to. Afternoon can also be eclectic. Thanks. Which is the full name of the show. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. Here's Florence and the Langoliers. I've been a uh, Florence and the Langoliers. <laughs> That's great. Um, By the way, I just want to compliment you on your spot on breathiness. Oh, thank you. With the thank you. Like it was right. Thank you. I mean, that was, that was exactly NPR. I mean, that was like right in the sweet spot of NPR conversation. We should be so lucky, guys. <laughs> <That's true>. Seriously, <laughs> we should. <laughs> They're so mellow. I've been listening to a lot of uh, KUSC lately, which is the uh, classical station. Yeah. Uh, you know, I was listening to K-Jazz a bunch, and, uh, and I switched over to KUSC, the uh, classical station. And that's great, because these guys think every story about every song is the most fascinating <laughs> and they say jokes that you wish you could get uh, a lot of people think that was uh old j.s bach but in fact it was <laughs> and you hear them trying to hold in laughter and, but uh, a lot of people are wrong it's actually brahms yeah yeah the confusion is that they both start with a b <laughs> <laughs> and that was actually in b coming up <laughs> This is my, my friend Steve Callahan, who's now one of the EPs of Family Guy. Uh, when we were in college, we were in a com- it's where, it's the same comedy group that I met Mike Furman in. And Steve had a, a joke. Oh my god, this is like 1990 of uh, a classical station promoting a monster truck rally. <laughs> Just to remind you all that this Sunday, 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 <laughs> it's fucking great. I always love that really joke. Great. Yep, and now. He's making the big dollars. Yeah, he is. Over at the Family Guy. Uh, Empire. They're going to have their own channel soon. The Family Guy channel. It's called TBS. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very funny, Matt. So, <laughs> that's funny because Matt knows drama. Mm. TNT. That's right. Yes. Dino Mike. 
That's um, TNT. Right. No Alfred Nobel. Right. Invented dynamite. Yes, he did. Also, the prize. Katie, what are you always typing? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, dare you! Oh wow! I always hear the tick, 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 and I can never figure out what it is that you. It makes it seem like we're in a real hectic newsroom. I like it. Tick, 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 tick. <laughs> this just in. We are not in a newsroom. <laughs> this just in. Nerdist newsroom outdated. <laughs> Ticker tape. Ding. Tick, 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 tick. The news you wanted. <laughs> the news when you wanted it yesterday. It is kind of funny. Like when you see the old Cronkite stuff, there is, like you do hear someone banging on a typewriter in the yeah. background, and I could never tell if that they was an actual newsroom or is it just them. a guy? Is it just, just like a guy? Yeah. It was. Ju- was it just someone just making that sound? That if you spun the camera, would you just see a guy like, oh shit? Yeah. Oh, I'm actually not typing anything. That'd yeah. be great. A, like a documentary, a fake documentary about the Foley guy who did the news in the 50s. <laughs> <laughs> what have you kids been up to? I haven't seen you guys in a while. Saw you last week, Chris. Shut up. Matt? Uh, I've, been, I've been a lot. I've been out of town a bunch. I've been... What'd you do in, in Boston? Town? You know, a lot. I ate a lot. Saw a couple of Red Sox games. Did the whole I watched one with you on Periscope. Yeah, Periscope the end of one. Well, not the end of one. Are you allowed to do games. that? I said I don't have the express written consent of Major League <laughs> Baseball, but here it is. Yeah. <laughs> Come at me, bros. Uh, you don't, I don't, I'm not even sure you had a vague written consent. No. From... I just nowhere did no one stopped me, so I was like, eh. Yeah. I don't know why I thought someone would stop me. Like some major like some some old guy in a baseball uniform. It looks like you're periscoping, son. <laughs> How do you know what that is? I was in the Navy. <laughs> what I mean is you're underwater and you're putting up an eyepiece to see if there's uh, enemy subs. Yeah. I mean, if that company goes under, all the down periscope jokes that will be available to us. <laughs> I hope oh. it doesn't. I really like it. April. I like it, too. It doesn't need to, you know, the down periscope's a great movie. Yeah, yeah. For the record, no, it's just a reference. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. April Richardson and I periscoped 32 minutes of singing car jams. That's fun between Sacramento and San Jose this weekend because it's a it's not the most exciting drive between those two towns. Come on, you get to go through. Uh, was that Tracy or uh, Sto- and Tracy Stockton? and Stockton? Yeah, yeah. Modesto, uh, Folsom Modesto. up there too. Probably Folsom's, uh, Central Central Valley. It's uh, it's quite a go to Old Sac. We Walk did not go to old. old we, I, I think we did maybe. There's already one in the car. <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Sacramento is an interesting town. The show was amazing and the theater was beautiful, but the area of town we were staying in was Sacramento. It felt like. <laughs> I don't know why I imagined you at the. When, I imagined you at the San Jose Improv. When I. For some reason, when I heard you at shows this weekend up in California, that's where I imagined you. No, it was at the, uh, the California Theater and then the Crest Theater in. Uh, in in Sacramento, which apparently was called something else. I think it was called like the – someone said that it was called the Majestic Crest, I think. And at some point in the 40s or 50s, the, the part of the sign that said Majestic fell mm. and crushed a person. And so then it just became the Crest. Wow. Yeah. So they just didn't really <laughs> – at that point, they were like, nah. Shit. I feel like uh, the universe is sending us a sign. Yeah, <laughs> they're send, they're pushing the sign. <laughs> That's sending, what the movie The Majestic was literally right? ascending the sign. Yeah, yeah. so uh, but it was fun. It was uh, the show. The show's been really super, super, super fun. Nice. 
Where are you I, going next? I'm uh, off for a few weeks. What are you going to do? I don't know. I haven't, I haven't really thought about it. Dude. I mean, we'll do something. You're going to try, try to do nothing? It's possible we might try to do nothing. Yeah. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know. I just, I haven't, I've been too busy to think about what, about planning a trip anywhere. Because you don't want to, the challenge with the vacation, the vacation time the is. The challenge with the vacation. It is because you don't want to go on the type of vacation that you're tired, that you have to recover from when you get back. Because mm-hmm. you got to go right back to work. Yeah. So we're, you know, so we're. Long distances. Long distances, you know. I well, just give yourself like three days before you come back. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I, I want to, I want to do nothing, but I also know that. After a few days of doing nothing, I start to get a little antsy. Yeah. What are you going to do? I'm not, I don't have a vacation. <laughs> Matt, what are you going to do? schedule, Chris. <laughs> we're all in What are you going to do for my vacation? Yeah. <laughs> John, what are you, where, where, where you going to do for my vacation? Uh, work, probably. Aww. Yeah. No, man. You got to... These vacations... What if I'm just like pitching vacations to people like I yeah. just figured them out? Yeah. It's like you can just go do nothing for a little bit and it's like recharges your batteries. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Sounds good. What are you going to do, man? What have you been doing? I, last last been, week you said, I'm so busy, I'm so busy, but I didn't. I, don't yeah, know. I was super busy. What were you doing? Well, I, I'm trying to remember what last week was. Where, where was I? New York, Boston, Vegas? I was any of those three places. What's all your travel been? Uh, New York. We went. I went. Dory had to do some work out there, so I went with her. We met with uh, uh, the Mark, who's gonna Dory's friend, who's gonna be performing the ceremony of the wedding. Uh, so we met with him at his house in upstate New York, and then uh, Vegas. I went to meet my buddy Brian. He was. We had like a day to catch each other because I didn't get to see him in New York. So I went to Vegas for. I ended up staying two nights. And Boston was right before that. And then I've been doing a bunch of stuff for the Wired podcast. Oh, Red. Yeah. That's really awesome. Which I hit send on today. So it's been submitted to iTunes. Hooray! Yeah. We'll see. You got a bunch more to do. I got one to do. I got to do one at 8 o'clock in the morning tomorrow. Oh, my gosh. With Skype with people in England. Good for you. Sounds exciting. What's the podcast called? Make Tech Human. Nice. Mm. Starring Matt Myra it's as good. Matt Myra. <laughs> Produced by Matt, Matt Myra. Myra. Wardrobe by Dory. <laughs> <laughs> Copyright Conti Nast. <laughs> <laughs> That's really cool. I'm glad you're doing that. It sounds really awesome. And it sounds like, uh, I mean, it sounds so up the Myra alley. It sounds second most up the Myra alley to talk salad and scrambled eggs yeah 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 that's a you know we got this week on wednesday we're recording with ken levine who wrote eight episodes of frazier and 36 episodes of cheers oh my god (laughs) which episodes uh a lot of the ones he wrote on frazier were the ones where lilith came back okay um and uh cheers i mean it's just spread out over like i mean it's over a season it's like a season and a half of cheers he wrote yeah <laughs> wow so it's uh you're gonna grill cool. him he wrote a couple of simpsons episodes he wrote uh becker the guy he's any part-time what he does now is he's still producing and directing and stuff but he also like two years ago, filled in for the season doing commentary for the Seattle Mariners calling the baseball game. Oh, sure. Why not? He's like the coolest guy ever. He lives up in Seattle? No. He lives here. He lives in L.A. Are you going to try to um, put him in some sort of blood ritual and take over his life? Yeah. Yeah, I think I'll see see how that works out. 
If you could go back, if you could go back and take over someone's life, would it be like James L. Brooks or someone like that, or would it be if Kelsey Grammer? Go back. No, I don't want to be on the camera. I'd rather be behind it. So you know, Jim Brooks would work. Actually, Jim Burroughs would be the one. I think Jim Burroughs. Jim Burroughs. God, that guy still working constantly. Directs That's... so much television. So mm-hmm. much amazing television. Maybe you'll be a television director. It's always fun too to like watch when you watch a Frasier and you see his name pop up as the the director of it. You're like, oh, Jim Burroughs. Can you feel? Do they feel different? Uh, you know what's interesting is he does do on Frasier. He does camera angles that nobody else does. Like you see parts of the kitchen at a weird angle or in the radio station on the other side of the booth. Like he does, he does do some weird angles. A lot of fun. Do they, ever, do they ever shoot from Eddie's point of view? They have, yeah. Oh, okay. I was yeah. just kidding. I'm glad that yeah. they <laughs> did that. <laughs> Chris Hardwick, sarcastic psychic. <laughs> oh, you're totally going to get in a bus accident. <laughs> oh, my God. Jesus. <laughs> that, that wasn't you getting in a bus accident. That was you having to be on a bus. <laughs> <laughs> that was totally no! an accident. No. Yeah. <laughs> this isn't my Uber. This isn't my bus. This is not my Uber bus. Um, so can I ask you a question? Mm. So your brother-in-law is throwing you a bachelor party in the East Coast. Yeah, but I, you've but both a lot of been us, invited. A lot of us can't. Yeah, can't I know, it. but it's in but it's in Massachusetts at an Indian reservation, and I have reservations about that. <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could like give him gold stars. <laughs> <laughs> so you have reservations. That means that you have already called to reserve spots. No, I have reservations about it. Oh. Yeah, yeah. About it. Yeah. Not for it. Not for it. All right. Yeah. All right, brah. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm going to play some golf and do some gambling, kind of like just my kind of weekend, you know? But you... So I, I thought, well, we should do something for you here, but mm. you didn't seem super psyched on that at first. Do you not want a bachelor thing? I mean, you know the, you know the thing, if I throw you a bachelor thing, it's not going to be crazy. It's going to be super mellow. Right. Yeah, almost right. to the point of probably being boring. No, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just, like, I'm helping Why you out. some reservations about <laughs> your... <laughs> yeah, re- you made reservations for me? What? Yeah, I, I demand to see the manager. This was supposed to be ready by now. I'll, I'll be right My back. wife and I called ahead. Um, I'll go grab them. Why even take reservations if do you're you, not going to see Do you want me to the get the manager? Time? Do you... Y- yes! I want to talk to him right now. Okay, well then I'll go and get him. Go get him. I will. God, I'll stand here. Sure, I'll near go this over here. Door. Fuck. Why? <laughs> <laughs> uh, sure, uh. tired of standing here. Where did he go? Hey, I'm the manager. Sir, I have a complaint. Yeah. Why well, <laughs> reservations for two for Jonah's comment? What was the comment? Can you describe the comment? I don't know. I can't don't pay attention to everything. My assistant made the reservations. Okay. And you have reservations about this interaction? Yes. I have strong reservations about the reservations that we made. I understand. But you need reservations to eat here as the situation. But I made those in the midst of my reservations about the bit. Oh, I'm sorry. I have to, I'm not the manager. I'm a manager of someplace Jesus else. Christ. Yeah. I'm, Go get the actual yeah, manager. I actually, I just I represent uh, the uh, the host you were talking to. Go he's a, get he's the a manager. Really, he's a really funny guy, and I think you'd really fine. give him a shot if you could put him on your uh, your After Midnight program. That's fine. He'd be I'm really gonna funny. I'm going to stand here next to this post office. Okay. So, But you, want, you don't want to talk to the host... Ma- entertainment manager, you want to talk to the manager of the restaurant. I want to talk to the manager of the entertainer's restaurant. 
I mean the song by Scott Joplin. That's a real convoluted riff. <laughs> You're listening to Convoluted Reference Theater. You're listening to never, Bad Improv Class. Never been a bigger fan of Anthony Bourdain's No Reservation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> could have swooped in with that one, Matt. Where were you? Let's just wait. You could have saved the whole bit. You could have yeah. come in as Anthony Bourdain. You could just say, it's like, uh, <laughs> this, you guys have no reservations. <laughs> I, I couldn't. I couldn't. I didn't know how to make an audible collar pull. Oh yeah, yeah. He, I took a walk. Brought to you by Audible. Audible. Oh, is it sponsored today? Probably not brought to you by Audible. No, Do you know who the sponsor is today? You just said Audible, so I didn't. We didn't uh, know yet. I prefer to. Do you hear? Uh, I am starting a new podcast about uh, cars called Audible. <laughs> if you said it, you would have asked for a high five. No, I wouldn't have asked for a high five. You would have demanded it. it. You're you right. Make it about Audi, Audis and Lamborghinis. I think you should make it about Audis, gonna, but it's people whose navels are. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh no! And we board. have a match. <laughs> it's just like, Audis Lamborghinis. Because no, it's because the Lamborghini symbol is a bull. So Audi bull. I wanted to totally get. I, 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 have you guys been listening? Have you have you guys been listening to this? There's this podcast. Uh, it's all about Lamborghinis, but it's like two Italian guys, and they call it Lamborghinis. Lamborghinis. <laughs> it's okay. We're Italian. We can As say half Italian American, I'm half offended by that. Oh, go to Olive Garden, you fucking. When you're there, you're family. <laughs> I loved going to my great grandparents' Italian Sunday meals for their never-ending pasta bowls <laughs> and all their breadsticks. Uh, so it seemed as though. You weren't super keen on the idea of doing a bachelor thing here. Is it? Are you just are you ashamed Busy, of us, man? Or do you not want to? Uh, are you tired of doing shame, bachelor stuff? Mostly, mostly shame. Okay, yeah. all right, that's fair. No, I just didn't. The whole like, I feel like I just—it's like a whole other part of my brain. I don't feel like dealing with. Like, I'm making so many plans. It's for the just going out stuff. to dinner. It'd really. just be a dinner. I'm just if 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 someone wants to plan it and we're tell going, me where I'm to going be, to plan it. Someone plan? literally offered to plan the whole thing. Go to plan it. You I know, but it feels like it feels like. Feels like your buddies feels love like you. I have to like. It feels like I'd have to do something. You'd have to show up. Okay. Yeah, you would literally yeah. just have to show up. You know what? We'd still have a lot of fun even if you didn't. So you can even take that <laughs> off your plate. Jonah, <laughs> now that it's yeah, yeah. now that it's now featuring 100% less Matt Myra. Yeah. That'd be hey. terrible. We're doing it for Myra. Yeah. <laughs> Myra couldn't be here because he didn't want to. Bill Brasky. Bill was the son of a bitch. I remember the first time I met Matt Myra. <laughs> It'll just seem like a fucking wake. Yeah. Oh my God, how did he die? He's fine. Yeah, he's getting married. That sounds like that's a funeral. Got that on me. In my Once room. you start getting in stuff, that's when you fucking turn in your ball sack. Yeah. <laughs> you can keep your balls. They're just not in a sack anymore. They're just out and shit. You put them out. That's embarrassing. They're just there. They are on the coffee table. That'd yeah. be terrible. Imagine that. If you could, if you, if you, could if you had balls. no, if you had no ball sack and you oh just my. had hanging testicles, could you? <laughs> be like, you'd be like, you'd, you'd have ood. Like dick. if that's how, if that's how humans were designed. No, that's like the ood. <laughs> It's like the ooze. Yeah. Like they're, they're holding their brain in their hand. Yeah. Which seems like a horribly vulnerable place to be. Yeah. 
But you won't have to do anything other than show up. That's Great. it. I'll see you there. It's just a dinner. I'll be I'll be there with bells. On. Great. Just when you get home tonight, just give us a list of about twenty places you would want to go. <laughs> and also, if you could call yeah. a bunch of your friends, and also yeah, if you yeah. could call the restaurant and tell them to order a special cake, and also if you could ask a the restaurant, cake? what the fuck? Stop arguing. Oh, yeah. Or <laughs> a pie, whatever you want. A really. Pie, yeah. Or a pie cake. Or a pie yeah, cake. Yeah, a pie cake. Yeah. Also, if you could have special seating there for all of us, because yeah. we want to make sure that if we I, have to mash a bunch be of really tables good. together. Yeah. And also, I'm going to give you a list of friends that I have that I, I they don't really know you, but I just want to hang out with them. So mm-hmm. why not do? Yeah, duty? sure. Seth Green can come. And uh, also, um, if you could uh, drive us, if you could drive us, not a problem. Yeah, because yeah, yeah, Chris is actually going to start drinking again. Yeah, that's for, that's you. for you, for you. Yeah. Yeah. My wedding for you. you. I did this for you. <laughs> also, I need your credit card number. <laughs> sure. <laughs> And just a couple kilos of blow, and then I think we should be good. I think we're good. I think we're good at that point. Couple kilos of blow. You should just let us celebrate you, Matt, the way we want to celebrate Celebrate. you. Celebrate. And and I think it can be super mellow and just a nice dinner somewhere. Village Idiot. Something easy. They got that back room. They got the back room at Village Idiot. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's very close. yeah. Yeah, that's why I said... <laughs> You're included. Am I? Yes. Have gotten an invite. Oh, there's not an invite. It seems like I should be there. Why? <laughs> because I'm really good acquaintances with Matt. <laughs> <laughs> he's laughing because he's doesn't. He's not really that familiar with your work. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't really know you. Uh, Matt, I'm sorry. Do you know this man? Do you want him at your... You know, I saw him at Death Ray once. He's, he, was, he was pretty funny. Thank you so much. I really appreciate it. So it's good to meet a fan. <laughs> <laughs> I went back. We, we, did a, we did a match game at UCB a couple of weeks ago. Remember, when, remember when you guys had to get told not to do that anymore? It was Jimmy. It was Jimmy Pardo. Jimmy got yeah. told, yeah. Yeah, Jimmy Pardo. They, they, told him, so weird. they told him not to do it anymore. And so he didn't do it for a while. But then he did it again. And it was really fun. But I felt like the UCB audience was, uh, was a little, a little hipstery. Like a little... More so than it always was? Yeah. You know what? I did a show there on Saturday night. It was a throwback to classic era See You Next Tuesday. Yes. Oh, which was fun. the original Tuesday night show that Matt Belknap set up. Yeah. Right. Uh, post death ray. Post death ray. Uh, or bang bang or whatever. And so um, it was me, Pepitone, Matt Peters hosted. Um, oh wow. Uh, who else is uh, Eric Charles Nielsen? <laughs> um, and Mike Furman. Oh yeah. It was a uh, it was a nice, good, classic you know night of the of the show. Jeselnik did it, and and then uh, but like I got on stage, I was like, who used to come to the old CNX Not Tuesday? One person. Jazz and Melinda. Yes. <laughs> Just the two. I was like, wow, what a nostalgic night for five of us. They were like, why did you guys come out? Yeah, yeah. Because it was just the lineup of a good stand-up show. No it is, one I con- mean, it's interesting, too. Like, I was thinking, like, those, I was at all those match games. I would constantly go to those, and it was, like, so fun. They were I, so much fun. I remember being, I was a contestant, and... April was a contestant. Yeah? Because we just threw our names in the hat. Oh, you know, wow. And that's Fun. how it would work. Oh, uh, really? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, you were, con- oh, you were yeah, contestants. contestants. You were contestants. Not even on the panel because we, we were nobodies. Oh, my God. So, I still am. 
but it was <laughs> not true. It was, no, but it was like that yeah. was like I, that. <laughs> seeing Jimmy Pardo do that, it was it's one of the great joys of my life. Yeah, I mean, it's the best thing. I love match games, and so, so the crowd not as into it. A little, yeah, they just did seemed... they have reservations <laughs> <laughs> with the show. Yeah, you just and, make my mind. <laughs> And the show was great, by the way. The panel was, uh, the panel was, um, uh, of course, uh, Ackerman and Kumail and Andy Richter. All right. Well, and, there's uh, the wild card. I don't know how Kumail would be at that. Ackerman's great. Kumail's really good. Classic panelist. Kumail's really good. And uh, Gillian Jacobs was there, and uh, of course Paul F. Tompkins. Paul F. Great classic. You are the kind of Richard Dawson of yep. the uh, the and me, and I sort of felt like. You There's know, only like, you, Paul F., and uh, Ackerman seem to be original panel members, though. Rick, Andy did it before. And Andy, oh, too. Andy, yeah, 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 yeah. 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 Andy did it before. It, yeah. was, uh, it was fun. I just felt like the crowd, it sort of seemed like they weren't familiar with some of it, so I just sort of felt, it was the same thing where I think I expected yeah. more of the, of the nostalgia, and I think some, some people were... Well, you like, know, the people that were going back in the day, they probably, they're adults now, and they got families. They're, they got, they you weren't know. children at the time. They no, were... but they were probably in their early 20s, mid-20s. Yeah. And now like... they're, they're – that's it's been almost 10 years since you guys were doing it regularly. God, Fuck dude, I was you. Like 20, I was like Yeah, you're older now, Chris. Fuck you. But you look younger. Fuck me. <laughs> <laughs> ah, but yeah, that's shit. the thing. You know, uh, they don't uh, – like comedy audiences, they don't stick around. They, they age out. I, I would go to every part of show, running your trap – uh, and do you anymore? Game. I didn't even. I didn't even know that he exactly. was doing it again. Because I'm not. For some reason, I'm just not don't, in the loop. Yeah, I don't, I'm not in the loop of checking the UCB's le- website like I used to do constantly. Exactly. Guys, we got to fix this. You used to go to lots of UCB. I used to shows. go all the time, all the time. I went to. I did this other not long ago. I forget what we were. Dory was looking for something, and I had to find something in my email. The guys, the word might have been reservations. <laughs> <laughs> and the secret word is reservations. reservations. Uh, but I punched it in, and like for some reason, my mailbox was loading from back to f- to front. So it started in 2006, and I just saw all these UCB reservation confirmations. Oh wow! Shit! So I counted so them, there. and in 2006 and 2007, I went to 63 UCB oh, shows. That's rad. Yes. That's like every weekend. Yeah, I was going all the time. It's fantastic. Yeah. That's awesome. That was your fucking comedy college right there. Yeah, oh, that was it. That was it. So you still go to shows every week? <laughs> I go to shows. I'm on. End of story. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's funny how at a certain point it just turns into like. Uh, I don't know. Well, there's also like the the, there's also I think you have the thing in your head too of like when you're at a level where you're doing these shows, you don't want to just go hang out at the shows if you're not on it. Do you know what I mean? It's I like mean, yeah. I don't mind that. I like going to check out a show uh and seeing comics. You're a showgoer though. Yeah. Yeah, it's also I you know, it's especially because of the meltdown, you know, I still will see a comic yeah, I've never yeah. even heard of and go, "Fuck, you should you you do great on the meltdown. Yeah, you're Emily a, you're can Emily can Emily can yeah. get them on in five to eight months. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it it is also a weird feeling though to just like I'm just a comic like you guys, but you got the meltdown, and so like there's like you know you'll see younger kids going like oh if I do good and mm. he'll see and that that kind of feels that puts you in a weird spot. I don't know if no one's doing that. It's probably just projection because I know I was like that. If like you know I, when watched, I was at an open um, mic and it worked for me. I was at an open mic and Ackerman saw me. 
perform and then asked me to come and do the uh, the Umbar show. Aww. Like he's, he's like, hey, we're starting a show next week at the Umbar. Come and hang out. Uh, and if you like it, maybe like we'll get you on. Like and that was you know the first Umbar show. Bellman put me on uh, see you next Tuesday like that. Yeah. Yeah. Open mics, good man. old days. I miss M bar. It's not even M bar anymore. It's called like yeah. I nine, saw that they changed the sign. The number nine. You know who books it is the guy that used to uh, used to run the bar. Oh yeah, or Brandon McCullough. Oh, he's a great musician. That's uh, fantastic. Yeah, but he he's like he's the booker of that place now. Wow. Yeah. That's awesome. I, I I honestly just don't know enough L.A. comedy anymore. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know what happens there, but I just know he's. Done. I will I feel say, like... I was on the plane last week, Wednesday night, and I was while I watched Meltdown. It was so good. Yeah, which one? Such a uh, Sheer and Hannibal. Oh. <laughs> Sheer's Vine, Bling Isle, ex, ex, Bling, Bling Ring of Exile. What's crazy is like, there's so they cram so much stuff into that fucking show. That when it was done, I honestly was like, wow, it's great if Comedy Central gives them an hour to put all that stuff in. It feels like it. Yeah, it feels <laughs> and like then you look and it's a half hour. It's yeah. Like, I mean, it's the a, that's the thing. Everyone's like, that? this should be an hour long. And it's like, that's what you want to hear. You want to hear, you know, yeah. you want them, want them more. When, this goes up Tuesday? I don't know. Oh, well, last night was our season finale. Oh, I know. <laughs> really well. Highest rated show in the history of television. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm just going to say that. Put that out there now. <laughs> But uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm really stoked on this season. Yeah, thank you, thank you for saying really, that. Was very was nice. really when will you hear if there's a season three? I don't know, and we didn't hear for a while after last season. You just don't know. You like you hear when you hear. Yeah, you hear when you hear. Like well, you they know, were we heard about have, another show. They were going to give that got picked up, you your know? time slot to the fat Jew, but yeah, <laughs> guess what? <laughs> hey, yeah, you got that extra money allocated. <laughs> it's all yeah. yours. That uh, that really blew up over the weekend. Well, it's just because the announcement of CAA. Right. Everyone know I've I've been making fun of that dude. Guys, I just signed Instagram's fuck Jerry. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I think what I was I don't know I don't know the guy I don't know uh, in case in case anyone listening doesn't know a there's a dude his Twitter handle is at uh, fat Jew and he's more of an Instagram guy. That's he's an thing. Instagram guy. And uh, he literally screen grabs other people's jokes and uh, creations. Yeah, zooms in a little bit on it, so you, so you crop out whoever who made it, it, and then he posts them again. And then on top of that, because he has so many people following him, because of these uh, really funny things that he's aggregating, yeah. uh, that companies give him thousands of dollars to promote on his Instagram. Yeah, feed. He gets yeah. So so plug. people, you know, so a lot of so. Patton was posting a bunch of stuff about it because yeah. Patton's a big a big crusader against joke thievery. Yeah, um, and uh, and God bless him for that. And uh, or God, God bless him, flying spaghetti monster. Yeah. Okay. Mm. And uh, and so then people started bringing us into it and going, "Well, at midnight just shows stuff," and it's like, eh, "No, we always we, credit. We always we, credit." Like, so I think what people don't understand about what he's doing because I think most people on the internet, and I'm just gonna, I will explain this as calmly as possible. I'm not trying to start fights with people mm -hmm. online. There's a difference between sharing and aggregating versus taking someone else's work, making it seem like it's your own, and then making money from that. Like yeah. we. On at midnight, do our best to credit where stuff will go. We found this on Always. this website. We found this from this person, or this person wrote this tweet. There's that. That's different. And I than... will say this: even you were very particular about when we would put Reddit stuff on, uh, of if there was a joke or something like credit or the user. Always credit whoever the credit hell the, the user. user yeah, was. It's, yeah, it's very it's it's important. It's really important yeah. because yes. so so what I tried to explain to a couple of people is because there's this idea on the internet. It's like, what's well, the internet? 
I mean, everything's for everybody. And it's yeah. like, well, there's a difference between sharing something like with your friends and going, hey, I found this funny thing, Jonah, that I think you would like versus I'm going to build – I'm going to start making money from stuff that other people wrote. It's basically like using the entire world as your writing staff, but yeah. they don't know it. Yeah. And so I, I try to explain to someone like, hey, imagine if you painted something. And I think that's the other problem is people don't see comedy as the same that they view music or, or art, you know, like yeah. other forms of art. No, because jokes are tossed around Cause, yeah, cause given people, to like, people. Well, who wrote all, the, every knock-knock joke? Well, yeah. I don't know. But, it's, but let's just say, for instance, that you painted something. Someone uh, – you know, took it from your house and sold it and made money from it and didn't even, and basically acted like they painted it. Yeah. Y- you would be upset. And I think part of the crazy thing about it is that because he's a dude that's like, oh, look, I got this crazy top knot and I wear leather underwear on stage. Yeah. But he's a company. And if McDonald's did that, people would be fucking lighting McDonald's on fire. Yeah. So I think they just need to understand that the reason that comics are so particular and protective... McDonald's won't burn. Those <laughs> cheeseburgers are not going to burn. <laughs> I, think, I think why so many comics are so particular about it is because they've seen their friends who are struggling writers tweet something out or say something and, and have that guy in particular take it yeah. and... And not and not give them the credit, so it's like he's profiting from it and not crediting the people. I hope they, but he has in the last week. It's interesting. Someone, he some lawyer, must have said something to him because someone is he started tagging like, "Oh, I got you know this via this person, via this person." He just puts it in parentheses and it tags them. But I've looked at some of the things he's tagged, and I've looked through their feeds, and um, it it didn't seem to correspond. I just think you know. Meaning, like I looked through those people's feeds, I didn't see what he posted. I, I I saw that they reposted other people's shit too. So it was yeah, because uh, you know because you know the a- 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 aggregation sharing is the lifeblood of the internet. Yeah, as long as you're crediting, as long as you're doing the best that you can to credit the source, because that's you know Nerdist started as an aggregation site. It was like oh I found this thing, but it was always via Boing Boing or this yeah. came from Gizmodo. You might like this. It came from this and. You know, when podcasters started out, hey, let's all have each other on our show so mm-hmm. we can share our audiences. But never, you know, never would uh, what I think it's okay to intentionally like – and there's also a difference between putting up joke things as opposed to, you know, uh, like on At Midnight, oh, we you know, we found this. This, this came the from – The commentary this, is It's the, the commentary is. is the thing. It's sort of yeah, like – not the thing. You're not saying there it is. On with the next on thing. On with the next thing. Yeah. yeah. And we it's, always would be careful too to like not put something on at midnight that was funny for the sake of funny. We didn't. We wouldn't want to yep. build comedy on top of comedy. Yeah. Yes, yeah. you you would. You, you're hoping that it's sort of unintentionally yeah. funny, and then the comics will tag that out. I mean, it basically, at midnight works the same that the Daily Show did in the sense that you know John was finding political videos, mm-hmm. and the political videos were the source material, and our source material are internet communities. But it but it's important philosophically. It's important that comedians on the show add tags to it i mean it works like a reddit thread someone yeah buzz in and, and you know then you're crediting and then uh uh but not just showing something that someone else made and acting like hey isn't this funny you know in years ago i he, wrote this he got uh, kicked off of twitter because he posted he found david cross's number and posted it on twitter and said hey this is david cross's number and then he got kicked off twitter because it's like illegal <laughs> and then uh, he went on some show, some entertainment show thing, 
and did a whole thing while he was sitting in a bubble bath saying like saying other things about David Cross, like double down and saying like, yeah, I did give away your phone number. I also am going to tell people about how this and this and this and this and this and this. And yeah, I mean, I, look, it's just like he, he, he's just a piece of shit. Well, look, mm-hmm. I don't want to. I don't know him. I don't know. I don't I'm know. On if, board with Jonah. I don't know if he's personally a piece of shit. I don't want to start a war with the guy. I, I just, I'm just trying to explain to people why comedians are so upset because I think a lot of people. You know what's really interesting is that a lot of people that seem to be defending him, it's like th- this really is a case of the little guy being taken, kind of taken advantage of, like like yeah. the unknown writer having their work just pilfered and presented as someone else's and i feel like a lot of people that are defending him are like they're they're the little guy actually defending a, a guy who's really a company who's defending it's like, him there's tons know. of people really yes because it's sort of it, it's it's it, i think people don't understand the main difference with attribution and so i get why some people are confused so they look at you know they look at at midnight or they look at reddit or they look at the internet and they go well everyone shares everything what's the problem and it's like the problem is attribution you have to do the best that you can and admittedly some things on the internet are difficult to trace back because they get passed around so much but you should you should do the best that you can to attribute to the best of your knowledge who who the originator was or where it came from and don't just post stuff as your own if it's not if you if you know that you didn't think of it now you know, there is sort of a gray area because there are only so many ideas and sometimes, you know, like if you post something – if there's something going on in the world and you post a joke and I post a joke and those jokes are similar, that doesn't automatically mean that one of us stole it from the other. It's like, yeah. oh, well, these are obvious things that – but I think if you look back at the feed and you know and we know people whose jokes have been stolen that there yeah. is a – you know, and it's the profiting from it that he I think is sort of – He also recycles his own jokes. Yeah, and uh, change tweaks the punchline a year later all the time. Yeah, it's just the yeah. That's what it is though. It's like it's the money being made. It's the fact that he is getting deals off of other people's of other 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 people's work. I mean, yeah. it's not it's not hard to seem funny if you just use I, the world to find the funniest stuff and go yeah. look what I look what I made. I got off the subway in New York and I like a giant fucking seamless ad with his stupid face on it. This yeah. is there. I was like, oh my god, and he'll be fine. He's going to be fine. Oh, he'll be great. Yeah. <laughs> I honestly think people, like the majority of people, really don't care if stuff gets stolen, oh, which is no sort of a bummer. No one's going to remember this next week. Yeah. Mm. But, but, it is, but it is important if you're a comedian and your job, like you make, you know, and you're trying to make money from your work. It, it is an art form. What, and if, you, what if the fat Jewish is Prodigal Sam with a beard and a high uh, ponytail? Oh, he was the, yeah. <laughs> Prodigal Sam was the other guy. You don't remember Prodigal Sam? I don't think so. Prodigal Sam was the guy that he was, was the other person Patton called out on Twitter for oh, stealing. stealing. Basically just someone he would, would just something take and then he would just take it and put it on his own feed. Like, oh, like he wrote yeah, it. yeah, yeah. I remember yeah, now, yeah. 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 And, and, and I know most people probably don't understand why it sucks to do that because they just think, oh, it's public. But it's not really public domain. And if, if you didn't think, if you know you didn't think of it, and, and at least... If you're going to use someone else's joke, either pay them for it or credit them. Yeah, credit them. But just don't – like there should be some form of payment made, some or form of payment. Just in, 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 we don't make retweet as much money as it. Or <laughs> in, in the form of attribution or, in the form of, or yeah. in the form of money. It should be – you know, that's the long and short of it, and that's why so many comics are bummed. And I think if in any other industry, just whatever your job is, just imagine that when you're doing it, someone would come in – Take all the money and credit for the thing that you did, and then and then they would look like that too. That's the actually the salt in the wound. Is like nah. he looks like a complete idiot. <laughs> what you mean? Just the way he looks is just stupid. Yeah. <laughs> 
Jonah, I support you. You know what? If we were going to be like, oh, hipster, making fun of someone's fashion. Yeah. Yeah. That guy looks like an idiot. And he dresses like a guy starved for attention. It's the idea of just, he has that vibe that, are you looking at the time code just to. No, no, I can't. Okay. I can't see the time. Uh, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I know. I and I. It's um. It's it fine. looks like you know. It's, he looks like fine. a kid that would. He looks like it's just the extreme end of the kids who wait in the undefeated lines. It's for the sneakers. whole thing, like crazy, wacky, cool. It's like, look at me. Can you believe how crazy this is? Yeah. Right. I, I just. I just think that. Uh, I just want people to understand. I just want people to understand why it's why it's a bummer. Well, you know, not everybody can understand everything all the time. That's where I'm at in my life, you know? Just sort of like, yeah. oh, That's so accepting, Matt. What's I up really, with that? You know, I turned a corner a couple of weeks ago where I just was like, I'm not going to engage anybody on anything that could possibly lead to anything argument-wise. Is that why you didn't want to have a bachelor West party? bachelor party? I really thought, no. It's <laughs> <laughs> like, mm. no, the bachelor party sounds great if I don't have to do anything. I'm way on board, but yeah. It's just like. It's kind of funny in any, in any other form because I feel like the world is such a place where people want justice that if it were plagiarism in any other form of media, people would be – there's so many things about it that if it were – Like Jonah Lair. If it – right. That it would – that if it were uh, – if it were in other, some other form of media, people would be like, oh, fire him forever. Like yeah. people would be – there would be pitchforks and torches. Yeah. And for some reason, this is like, oh, he's just a uh, – come on. It's funny. Why you got to – why you got to – ruin the guy's success and it's like well technically it's not really his success yeah. it's the success of other people who wrote those things yeah yeah but he was smart enough to market it yeah, yeah. but but there is that weird thing that if you screen cap something or you take a picture of someone else's thing then you technically own it yeah which is sort of a fucked up thank god <laughs> it's like the guy who sold the who sold those instagram Pictures. Oh yeah, yeah, that art. Oh yeah. yeah, for you know, like tens of thousands yeah, of dollars, right. just taking pictures of other people's Instagrams and selling them as art. And it's like, and those people that actually put up didn't, yeah, didn't oh, get anything. I forgot about that. It's such a bummer. I know it's such a bummer. Such a bummer. Just write your own stuff, and if you can't write your own stuff, that's fine. But at least pay someone, or at least credit them, or at least yeah. you know, like hire writers. Like people, people write stuff all the time. People have writers to write stuff. Just, yeah. just pay someone. Pay someone to come up with it. If you're not that, if you're not creative enough to write your own thing, just just pay someone or credit the credit someone. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Well, that was good. I think that was great. <laughs> I think everyone's going to be tuning in to hear our fresh hot take our on fresh the fat Jew. Take on everything. You know the, the hardest part about the whole. Uh, I was enjoying all of everyone's tweets, making fun of them, but it did get a little weird after a while when you're just like, I just keep on seeing people be really mean to the fat Jew, and right. it starts to feel really weird. It feels weird because you're like, name, I you're really like, wish he had a different name because this is feeling. Odd. And when you're explaining to people who don't know, you're like, yeah. so there's this guy, fat Jew. That's his yeah. name. Yeah, yeah. He calls himself that. It's yeah. I didn't. I'm not. Yeah. I'm not, you know. I'm not, you know, one he's of a, them. Well, he's uh, kind of a portly Jewish man. Yes, yes but yes. that's his. I'm not. I didn't do it. Yeah, <laughs> I didn't I, do it. He did it. He did it. Yeah. Um, oh boy. Yeah, I know. But you know, guys, we'll get through it. Are we going to be okay? I think we're going to be fine. Are you going to be okay? You're going to be fine, Jonah. Are you going to be okay? Great. Yeah. Are you doing it? Doing great. Do you have any reservations about that? Can you come on those reservations? I can go on all over. I've been coming all over those reservations. Go on. Yes, hello. Um, I was just telling someone the other day about how, because I know Matt's very busy, 
and I was saying, you know, Jonah used to avoid work, and now he's almost kind of a workaholic. Like that, you. I don't know if I ever avoided work. Freeloader's guide. That was, was a lot work. of work. He had to put, put work into that. Yeah, it was a lot of work putting those together. But I feel like there was the soul of something. Yeah, it was based off of a time when I was 20 years old. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you then. I know. Um, Chris, let me just say for the record, when the rest of us were 20, we weren't on MTV. I wasn't either. <laughs> where, where, where were you? At tw- How old were you when you started working over 22. there? 22. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I mean, like all that stuff, like the free guy stuff, just getting free stuff. I mean, I was working at the Arclight and I was doing comedy and I was like writing with friends and doing sketch stuff. During the day, but yeah, it was so not, like, you weren't really doing anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but you know, all the freelance guys stuff was just based off of like you know that need to like find a way to get free or cheap. Whatever stuff. happened to those? They're up there. They're online. I think Peter Tensio has them on his Vimeo. I think. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I guess we own them. I guess we own them. I'm yeah, you sure. do by now, right? Probably. Yeah, I'd imagine so. Yeah. They, those are made for Super Deluxe, which yeah. was TBS's yeah. uh, big website. Yeah, I made those, and I made uh, um, the Master of the Internet, which is probably oh, the most Master successful the thing I ever made that was turned into a GIF. Dale Kasinikin Jr. Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's like, it's funny, because every once in a while, I'll just be on Tumblr or some of that, and I'll just see me. Yeah. And I'll be like, oh, it's still being sent around. And people think it's so far removed from the video itself that people think it's from an actual right. old VHS thing about the Internet, which is kind of neat. Yeah. It's amazing. It looked really good. That was yeah. another Ray Tensio joint. Ray Tensio joint, yeah. Uh, but yeah, to answer your question, Chris, Jonah's is very busy. Yeah. I know he is. Um, yeah, I just you know you know me. I just don't like it, talking a lot about what I'm working on. I just rather. So what are you would... working on? <laughs> Come on. I'm more, uh, <laughs> that was the most really good organically laugh. uncomfortable. <laughs> laugh. Tell us yeah. everything in detail. No, I don't. I don't know. I don't know. It's. Uh, I. I kind of like the idea of just putting stuff out. Yeah. So what are you putting out? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess the stuff is going to get made, but uh, you know, I am uh, the pilot I made uh, for True TV, which uh, we didn't want to do with them mutually. Um, it's the fake travel show. Yeah. Uh, we're going to be making that for this other platform. I don't, I don't even. I asked if because I think they're announcing it soon. I asked them if I was able to, you know announce it but i don't i don't know if i am but it's uh i'll be making uh there'll be 10 episodes of my fake travel show yay yeah what's it called it's called hidden america with jonah ray nice and it's uh a travel show that's not real Mm -hmm. and so uh so you're not actually traveling we are traveling well then it's a real travel show that's true but the contents within once we get there very fake but you're in real locations are real the The locations are real the events are not well, but they are real because you're doing them. Sure, but they're pre-written. Hmm. I don't know. I feel like a lot of travel shows are probably you're not, pre-written. You're not going to break they this know. case, Hardwick. <laughs> I've been working on this case for 20 years. Don't you tell me. <laughs> Just waiting for one slip up. One slip up. I got uh, my eye on you. Yeah. Doing that. Um, writing an adaptation of a comic adaptation. book. Uh, yeah, <laughs> writing an adaptation of Adaptation. Uh, I'm writing an adaptation of a comic book called Little Depressed Boy uh, with Susan Burke. Um, she's rad and funny. She's very rad and funny. We uh, we got a pretty good, good heartfelt funny script that we're just punching up right now and Sweet. rewriting, and then uh, doing some stuff with Joel Hodgson as well. Aww. Those, are, those, are, those, those, that's me. That's what I'm doing. Look at how great you look at me in the eye. Look Aww. at your eyes dart away. So... Oh, you know, there was a lot of times that you've known me where I've wanted to work more. I just no one was letting me. 
<laughs> I remember I was, what that feels uh, like. I was going around trying to see. It's like, please let me do more than I'm doing now. They're like, not yet. Not yet. You still haven't learned the most valuable lesson. Yeah. That life is precious. Yeah. And here's a travel but show. But more importantly, building a little uh, slatted fence thing in my house. And uh, Where's it going? Uh, you know where the deck is, where the neighbors... No, he means what network's it going to. Oh, yeah. No, this is actually just like real life stuff. Right, right, right. So uh, just Periscope then? Um, home and Garden. Snapchat? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Uh, like we're the neighbor side, so we're gonna get that. And I got we went and bought some trees that we're gonna be planting. Oh, nice for, for the home guard for HGTV. Yes, just, we bought some just to thank them for their services rendered. <laughs> <laughs> You're making your house a home. Yeah, no, that that's the that's the fun part. That's really great. And this weekend, I'll be in Denver for the High Plains Comedy Festival, along with the likes of Adam Caden Holland, Anthony Jeselnik, Ben Roy, and many more. Matt Bronger, uh, it's gonna be fun. Good. Was Matt just it, or were there more people? There's a ton. I said he a said few. Many more. I said like five names. No, you said like three names. Oh, and that said more. And then you said Matt Bronger. And then you said Matt Bronger. I can look it up if you want me to. It just said, it almost sounded like you did an and the yeah. rest. And the rest. And uh, yeah, uh, that should be a fun festival. That'll be great. Fun yeah. festival. What are you doing this weekend, Matt Meyer? Uh, I don't know. I'm not, I haven't looked that far ahead. I got a lot of shit to do this week that I'm. That's more in my head than what's happening this weekend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, and then be a bummer shoot. Uh, it's not like you said bummer shoot. It for Matt it is. Is the bees that you're supposed to pronounce bumber the bummer shoot. shoot? You performing? Uh, yeah, I'll be there doing uh, talk salad and scrambled eggs. We're going to Seattle. In Seattle. Because that's where Frazier's from. Yeah, I right? know. Uh, yeah. And they want me to do some other show, <coughs> some nerd comedy show that I find insulting, but I will probably do it. Why, why is it insulting? Just like, I don't like the branding of nerd comedy. Oh. Mike Lawrence, that's fine for. You know you're on the Nerdist Podcast, right? What? Oh, my God. <laughs> Name one funny thing we've done. <laughs> Wait, I got this one. <laughs> we added Kyle to a lot of these. Where has Kyle been? Where is Kyle? It's Monday night. He's doing the open mic that I started slash. Left. Matt Myers day off. I'm, it's such a bummer that they didn't keep that name. It would have been amazing because it Constantly makes more sense. Would have been my day off. Yeah. It makes more sense that you're not there if yeah. it's called Matt Myers day off. <laughs> God damn it! It really was. Yeah. Matt Myra's day off. Spiritually, it, it will always be. It was great. Matt Myra's day off. It was a lot of fun for a lot of people. But it used to be on Sunday nights. Uh, Harmon Town. Moved to Monday. Cause, yeah, Harmon. We're doing a Talking Dead special this weekend. Oh, nice. Leading oh, I into that the. Was next weekend. It is this Sunday, leading into the premiere of Fear the Walking Dead. Which Wait, when does that start? Sunday. 22nd. No fucking way. Yeah. Third, I love I haven't, seen, I haven't seen any trailers, uh, but that billboard of the basketball player. Yeah. Uh, within the background, that's a great fucking shot. It's a it, the show is really good. It's so totally different than Walking Dead. Like, is that going to be like a procedural kind of thing or like a <laughs> outbreak? It's basically, you know, because Rick, Rick, right? you basically had Rick's point of view in Walking Dead. Yeah. So after he gets shot and then he wakes up in the you hospital, the you're just in it. Yeah. And so this is really this is the beginning stages of like life is still very normal. And then all of a sudden, it's just like, oh, there's a weird dude over there, and 
what's he on bath salts or like it yeah but the way that it's shot and it's it's fucking really it's really great and so we um that runs for six weeks and then we're going to do a post show for the season finale of that on october 4th and then i guess if people how um, long is uh grimy in the uh, coma for you mean the character of um frank uh, frank grimes, grimes yeah. from simpsons yeah uh he's in the coma for i i think it's about a month oh that's not fun then I wish it was longer. Oh, all right. Well, I'll talk to Robert Kirkman. Thank I'm you. sure we can retcon yeah. that in some way. Um, but uh, yeah, so we'll be doing that this weekend, and then, and then maybe not. Maybe we won't do anything. Not do anything. We won't do anything for a couple of years. Why are you talking outside your mouth? Oh, you're not even saying words. Started, you started doing that. Right, no, you started it. I was I just copying you. Oh, well, you're still doing it, and I'm talking out of the front of my mouth now. Now you've turned your head. What? Yeah. Now you're just. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad that we got to do this. Uh, Katie's not here, so we should probably just keep going until she gets back. Katie, Mm -hmm. why you want to leave us alone? You leave your dog. Let's hide the dog, but then not say anything. Put it in my mouth. (laughs) Just come back and have some of the tails sticking out of your mouth. Just the tail of a 40-pound dog. Oh, here she comes. Um, so, uh, dicks. Chris, that was the... Best save I had ever witnessed. Thanks, in man, my life. but don't say it's a save. She's gonna know. Katie, edit, edit that part out so you won't remember it. Dicks. I thought I just tried the with the best. Edit part that edit part out of your brain. Yeah. Edit that part out of your brain. What are you doing this weekend, Katie? Um It's a really good question. I don't know. This Katie Levine knows that oh. I know. I'm trying to go see Taylor Swift, and the tickets are too expensive. So How much are they? Go. They're like 200 bucks. Chris will get you. I don't. They're the base you got tickets. It. Are you too. got it. She sold out the Sable Center five times. Yeah. Good for her. Yeah, that Dory's album going. is great. Ah, that's what people Dory's say. Going uh, yeah. yeah, Chris will catch you. Don't worry about it. What do you mean that guy? You yeah, yeah, floor. I, don't, I can't get those floor. connections. Floor. I, I don't. You could probably. You could probably wrangle it. Just call somebody. Who would I call? Chevy. <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know. You you should call Debbie. You should email Debbie. Uh, yeah, they're fucking hard to get. Uh, hard to go to StubHub. It's just about the money. That's she doesn't it. have the money, the but money. I think I know someone who's got the money, Jonah. Yeah, Jonah. <laughs> oh, the state <laughs> avenue A. They have zany adventures in their own way. The, the oh wait, the, the Jew. The I'm sorry. Let me do it one more time. The Jew. The Italian. And the red head gay. You know that sketch. I know. <laughs> what a fucking dick. <laughs> have fun. Try to have fun. I have the best video of us flying up to Seattle to do the po- this podcast, and we're all singing a song. There's a song playing. Sweet Home Alabama. It's not Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> And we and and we're all singing it, and I turn the camera around to Matt, who just looks up and he's like, "What?" Like doesn't even. <laughs> doesn't even... <laughs> yeah. Well, Matt, Matt on that um, on that trip on that jet uh, was in a perpetual uh, state of I could get used to this. Oh, I was just thinking of ways and the costs of a private jet. And maintain it. 400000 a year. Pretty much the base what you can get away with. Oh, my God. That's how much it costs to have a private jet. 
Oh my god! Oh my god! So, yeah, it was the one time we got to use the legendary corporate jet because it was the only way well, that it's we could not podcast the legendary Bill Gates. corporate jet. It's Thomas Tull's personal jet. Oh, it was his personal jet. Yeah, and he was very kind enough to let us use it uh, to get up to do the podcast with uh, with Bill Gates. Yeah. Just trying to, I think maybe I should just keep texting like, oh, Bill Gates really wants me to, yeah. to go to Hawaii. Yeah. So I could, can I borrow the jet? <laughs> Doesn't Hearst have a couple lying around? I, I'm just lying around. <laughs> uh, Scramble the jets. I don't know, man. It's pretty relatable, though. <laughs> should we end the podcast? Yeah. You okay with that? Uh, have we done enough time? You are contracted to do one minute and ten seconds longer. Really? Are we at 59? We're at 58-ish. Well, let's end the podcast. Guys, it's been wonderful doing the Nerdist podcast Stret- with all of you. What, that's it? Yeah, Is we're that- ending the podcast, right? Yeah, this, that's this, what we... the series finale. Should I, bring, should I turn on... What kind of song would I put on? Uh, I wish we had like an overture version of uh, Jetpack Blues. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> If it was Attack of the Show, we'd play Never Got the Chance. They still use that noise. I still love it. That's my fave. You're listening to KUSC. You're listening to KUSC Radio. That was Mozart. Mozart. Singing. Oh, shit, Chris. Spotify just charged your account without even asking you. Mm. It's okay, Matt. I told them they could. Why? Are you sure? Yeah, I've authorized this transaction. But it happened without you doing nothing. Yeah, man. That's how the internet works now. Switch to Apple Music, bro. I I have both. (laughs) What? And you can't get her a ticket to Taylor Swift? Because I'm spending all my money on streaming music services. (laughs) Cardio, yo. But, you know, I could, if you guys write some stuff, I could put it online and say I wrote it and get all the money for it. Then I could take care of it. You skinny Christian. (laughs) I'm not Christian. Catholic. I forgot Italian. I'm not even really Catholic anymore. Oh, is your mom's vagina Catholic? (laughs) Yeah, then you Catholic! Shit! That's how it works. Oh, look man. at all that guilt settling in. Yeah, look man. at all that guilt just fucking so seeping in now. Oh, man. Oh, That's man. the rule. The vagina dictates what the kid is. Oh. I'm going to have, unfortunately, probably a couple of fat Jews of my own. Mom's vagina. Is the new enjoy your burrito. Already. Mom's <laughs> vagina. <laughs> when you're here, you're family. <laughs> Mom's vagina. Oh, man. Enjoy your mom's vagina. What did we do it? Now leaving Nerdist.com. Enjoy your burrito. Behind every successful business is a story, and some of them might surprise you. Like how Chobani's first yogurt factory was discovered on a piece of junk mail or how the founder of the multi-million dollar cosmetics brand, Drunk Elephant, was told by everyone, including her own mother, that the name sounded like a dive bar. I'm Guy Raz, and on my show, How I Built This, I talk to founders behind the world's biggest companies and brands to learn the real stories of how they built them. In each episode, you'll hear entrepreneurs share moments of doubt and failure and talk about how they were able to overcome them on their way to the top. How I Built This is like a masterclass in innovation and creativity. 
a how-to guide for navigating life's challenges from the people who've done it all. Follow How I Built This on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen to How I Built This early and ad-free right now on Wondery Plus.